Sean. You could say seventy five because it it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're all point they're all think they're in the twenty five percent. Yes. If you think I'm talking about you in a nice way, yes, you're right. Yes, it's, it's you. It's you. You it's guy you. ready to tip me. Thank you very much. Shit. Something like that. Did he cover up your eyes? He was trying to cover up my eyes. Oh, jeez. And uh, <laughs> no, Pop, I want to see this. <laughs> I will. I will be one hundred percent honest when I tell you that I fought that cover. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, old man. But why they ruined it? This is this is a. Perfect topic because for they're greedy. They're fucking assholes. I love when the juice comes out, my oh, friend. Oh, fuck them! Send a call in, Yeah, we're already making fun of Jonah. Hey, welcome <laughs> to you're gonna get a disease. Yeah, uh, with Luke and Nick. It's good to see you, buddy. How you feeling? I'm I'm all right. Uh, we are in Luke's dungeon right now. Uh, we got the couches kind of uh, askewed right now. Luke is laying down. Yes. There's nothing sexual between me and him. He's uh, yes. just laying down. So you um, had a uh, pretty crazy back surgery. This has been an ongoing theme in our show. So uh, what's the uh, latest and greatest now? Um, I don't know. I had a back surgery. Mm-hmm. They took 75% of my disc off. Which you publicly posted on Facebook. I did. That was Because it looked gross. like bolognese sauce. I just knew Aurelio's topping is the only thing I could think of yeah. about that. That was pretty brutal, man. Yeah. That's um, the, the doctor was enamored with the fact of how much of the disc was out and said it resting on the nerve. Um, he told me twice. He told uh, Amy once. Um He's like, it was ridiculous how much. And the guy that took my third MRI uh, was a Hispanic guy. And he's like, I, I come out and he goes, you're in a lot of pain, yeah? <laughs> and I go, yeah. He goes, left leg? I go, yeah. And he goes, look at that. That's a, He goes, that's a good one. And he showed me the MRI and you can just see this mass like sticking out of my back. Ah, uh, dude. Well, uh, now this like little story is over, right? So, well, yeah, I'm in day three of uh, rehab. Uh, as far as I can leave the house tomorrow. Okay. Um, are you sure this is recording? By the way. Yeah, this is this is going crazy. Our volume's going up and down. All right, good. Yeah. Because um, I'd hate to go through this and then have it record. It's uh, yeah, we're at the two minute mark right now, according to this. So, right. yay! Um, Science. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, kind of laid up. I'm on the couch. I mean, I can get up and move around a little bit. Um, you know, each day it gets better. And yeah. uh, I go see the doctor again tomorrow. And uh, I find this shit fascinating. I don't care if anybody else doesn't. This is all for me. So you, know, well, you know can turn. How, you can fast forward a minute. It is. 15. I mean, well, they they took a gigantic chunk of my freaking spine out. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's. Miracles of modern medicine and shit like that. That's well, why I always I get a kick out of stuff like this. Like you, I mean, okay, this is nineteen twenty. Eh, now you walk around with pain the rest of your life. You don't. You don't get a disc removed. You, sure, 
Yeah, or you know, you just die and. Well, I told him when he said I was getting wheeled in. I saw the doctor. I said, "Don't, don't fuck this up. I'm very important." <laughs> and I'm sure you know he responded the way I died. Oh, yeah, sorry, sir. Yeah, he just way he goes, "Hi, Luke." Oh, it was, uh, he was like, a stereotypical uh, Indian I, doctor. You know, I, I say Indian, but I wouldn't say Indian because I think his skin is lighter than most Indians. He, might, he's, I'm sure he's he's Middle Eastern of some sort. All the doctors I've ever had have been Indian, except for my uh, my. I can't remember. He was like an intermediate guy who, who was Greek. So, I mean, other than that, apparently, you, you know. I don't know. Hmm? He's a good dude. I mean, the dude, you know, he's, he gave me a hug and everything. And But, I, you know, I, I was getting wheeled into the operating room, and I saw the room. And next thing I remember, they were like, Luke, Luke, it's over. That's amazing. Um, I did. The, the, the guy who came in and introduced himself as my, you know, he goes, I'll be the nurse in the operating room. And he goes, and here's what's going to happen. We're going to, you know, I had one of those gowns on. Where my ass hangs out. Oh, better than those. And uh, he's like, uh, you know, we're going to put you in. We're going to, you know, you're going to put you out. And then we're going to flip you over uh, onto a table. And, the, the, you know, the doctor will get to work. And, uh, you know, I'm like, you, you're not allowed to make fun of my ass because I can't defend myself. <laughs> you know, and he starts laughing. So. Oh, shit. That instantly reminds me of the, I, I got the, uh, the whatchamacallit, uh. What's that? Uh, the, the what you call it? They it's a candy bar. No, what's the one where they uh, make you drink all that shit and they search for a colonoscopy? Is that what it is? Yeah, a colonoscopy where they go up your butt with a camera. I, I had that, that a, done last year. I call that a date. Oh, it's they didn't buy me dinner or anything. It was terrible. <laughs> but the the girl that was uh, like prepping me, she's got me on my side and I've got the the flap open just like you. And the one thing that she says right before I fell asleep, but she did make me laugh. She goes, I know this is my first time doing this, but you're going to be fine. And I was like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh, they at least put, yeah. put you out for yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, what? 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 I thought you were going to say, like, right before they put me to sleep, she kissed me on the ear, <laughs> told me how special I was. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. Trust me. Don't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't clench up. <laughs> you know, we were talking about stereotypes and I just thought of this like how great a stereotype is that all Indians are doctors like that would be one I would like to get saddled with and the the big book of stereotypes well like, my GP's you're a, a genius little Asian lady all Asians are smart that's a great that's she's about like she here I'll tell you a story about this she's about I don't know 411 tiny little lady um picked her picked her out of the phone book because she was close mm-hmm. uh Went and, you know, see her for general checkups and whatnot. Well, I went to her um, after my divorce. Uh, I started dating someone. Voldemort. This, what's that? I said Voldemort. Sorry. I, I always do that now. Oh. That's my thing. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Um, and I and I started dating someone who cheated on me. Wait, so, wait. So you started dating somebody that you had previously had a relationship with who cheated on you. Well, I was dating, you know, and I was dating a girl and she cheated on me. Oh, like I thought it was somebody from your past that you used to date. No, no, no. Oh, no. that's that's what I thought you were getting at. So got divorced. Okay, started dating. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, she was cheating on me. My throat is scratchy because the freaking uh, air tube they had to put down my throat. Mm. They're like, "Oh, this is your throat's going to scratch for a couple days," and you know, I assume it was an air tube. I don't know. I was out cold, so they made a good time with me. Hey. Um, That's what our throat's for. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided, because this girl was 
was doing this uh, that I should have had. I needed a STD test. Really? Because she was running. Wait, holy she, shit! She was running around. So I went to my doctor and I said, you know, here's what's going on. Uh, I'd like to get a test. You know. And she says, oh, you know, she goes, oh, that's a good idea. Because that's how she talks. And she probably went, you filthy motherfucker. No, she <laughs> she said, that's a good idea. Well, <laughs> she puts me in this robe and I'm butt-ass naked under it. Hot. And she's like probably 50 years old and like I said, 4'11". And I don't know what the hell she stuck up my dick hole. But <laughs> I will tell you what, I jumped about six feet in the air. Hi. But she was like, this this is going to hurt. And then she did it. And I go, God, God damn. And she starts laughing at me. Yeah, did she lie? I mean, she was accurate oh, 100%. No, like, and it was quick. It was like, boom. But it felt like she stuck a pin. Uh, so uh, here's the lesson. Because don't ever, don't ever think that you're going to get a disease is not teach a lesson. It is. You get the lesson here is the there's a couple lessons. <laughs> don't date horse. <laughs> And if you do, gonorrhea is better than having that thing stuck up your dick. So you'd actually get to rather have the STD. Yes. Just like, fuck it. You yeah, know, screw it. I had a good run. Yeah. It's going to cash in my chips now. Yeah. So my body parts are falling off. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, it would happen, you know. Mm. So um, anything you took away from this whole experience, you know, hate to be the interviewee, but you're the one with the big life-changing event. Uh, so. Did they take anything away? Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm fragile. I know that. Um, I'm hoping I'm never in pain again, which would be awesome. Well, you said you had this crazy pain in your leg, and now it's, it's yeah, that's gone. clear. Yeah, but I, you know, my back is sore. It's like a, you know, it's like a wound soreness, and I'm weak. You know. Speaking of which, the picture you put up of your back, it was the that, that was probably the worst of. I didn't, you know, the the. This thing that could have been anything, sure. But the picture of your back—it looked like a puckered asshole, just just staring at me. It was just like, ah, Luke, well, I why? Posted it. Just, Thank yeah. God they didn't go in through the anus. Ah, just oh, that was anyway. Yes, yeah, I had to get that out, man. I'm like, why, dude? I wanted to type something about it, but I couldn't even bring myself to say any words. I, was... I, I don't know, I don't know, because it was something to post. Because <laughs> people post dumbass <laughs> shit all the time, and I'm like, here's a picture of my, where they cut me open. Oh, God. I mean, what are you supposed? What are you supposed to post? What's interesting? Seriously, that's what is, you know what? Shit, you're right. What is interesting I, on Facebook? You you flip me that that is very interesting. That's more 90% interesting than anything. Ninety percent of the shit I see on Facebook, and I'll like it as a courtesy. I'm like pictures that's of my children. So uninteresting, you know. <laughs> this you know this is uh, this is the new couch I bought, and people are liking it and congratulating the person. I'm like, really? Are you congratulating them on their new couch? It's very nice leather you have there. It's stupid. Got it at Darwin. And, and he, I post a lot of dumb shit. Came with an end table. I don't I, I don't know. Well, it's okay to post the dumb shit. I I have nothing relevant to say half the time when I put stuff on Facebook, but you sure. know. I that one, yeah, you you got me good. I will say I didn't expect to see that. So I really thought you were you were posting pictures of your asshole for a second and, and I had to, you know, like oh did a double I mean tape. I will. Yeah, well, you know, that's probably against their policy, but we're all willing to try. Well, I can get up there for a minute or so. <laughs> for alert, alert, click, click, click. I'm click. only friends on Facebook with like 20 people under 18. Yeah, that might be child pornography at that. Or what is that? Uh, what's soliciting minors? I don't know. You know if one of I'm them likes like it, if they them. like it, then they're soliciting you. So 
right? I was in a show once, a, sh- a play with a bunch of kids, and they, like they I don't all know started, where the story's going. So they all started friend requesting me on Facebook, and I po- you know, I accepted. I'm like, okay, and then I posted on my wall. I'm like, it's a dangerous I thing. Post yeah, what I want, when I want, I say things. I have opinions. I am not responsible. If your parents see you looking at something I posted and you get in trouble. <laughs> There'd be now, a lot you know, of parents were, that might disagree with you. They were like, like seven. You know, it's not like I was like, but they're in high school. Some of them were high school kids. And I, I said, you. I'm not responsible. I don't want a phone call from your parents. If you can't handle it, don't. You can defriend me and I'll be fine with that. It's, you know, it I, took me be, forever to be friends with like Zach, who is Allison's younger brother, who just turned. Uh, I think he just turned 14 or 15. God, I don't even know. And Teddy's like 13. And I won't befriend him on Facebook because I know shows like this are being put up there. And he has instant access to it. Shows like this. This this is is like education. We said puckered asshole a couple times. At least I did. And, you know, I'm sure we'll say some more vile shit by the end of this. That was one of the things. I I, I had mentioned um, one of the people that was listening to the show. And... uh, she said she had the wrong impression of me, which was pretty interesting in itself. Like, oh, I never knew. I wonder what impression she had of you. She, well, I think she thought I was very quiet and mild-mannered because, you know, this is coming from uh, working at a wine bar. And, you know, you obviously can't be saying... You are very quiet and mild-mannered. Yeah, but not when I'm around, you know, just a social setting and having a good time. Like You're still very quiet. See, we, we talked about it the first week. You were like, you think I'm the great peacemaker, but no, I still think you're the great peacemaker. Oh, I, I'm taking that as a compliment from now on. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to renege on something that I said on in the first episode. I said 75% of all the people that come in my bar are, like, awful. I'm going to reduce that to like 55%. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's closer to 50-50. You're still, you could say 75 because it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're all point, They're all think they're in the 25%. <laughs> yes. If you think I'm talking about you in a nice way, yes, you're right. Yes, it's you. It's you. You, it's guy you. ready to tip me. Thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Got bad tippers yesterday, too. That was fun. But, um, you know, as we segue away from your back, yes. uh, I, I want to pat ourselves on the back because we've we've gotten over 10 listeners at least yeah and they've been uh some people have listened to all three episodes which is utterly amazing none of my family either which kind of blows my mind too like i thought would have you know of all the people that might have like tuned in they're like fuck you you know yeah i hear you talk all the time i don't want to hear you talk anymore sure but it's just people that uh you know i would have never expected and we really don't you know have anything planned out for these shows or anything but it's the well, fact that people are listening makes me kind of happy because you know uh, uh strawberry jam hands uh yeah. helped me with my flooded basement last week um and we had to run out and so i played episode three for him while we were driving and he had listened to episode one and, and part he saw of the title of two. episode three title of episode three we gave it to him so. yeah and he loved it i mean he was like yeah dude i was listening i was at home the other day listening uh you know, so I, and I'm like, yeah, you know, people are like actually like 
getting involved, you know, and it's like, like you said, like 10 people and maybe there's more. You know, texts and messages. But the fact of if you guys keep, you know, sending us notes and shit like that, we will we will uh, raise those issues if you'd like on our show. I mean, should we tell the Jonah story of the week now? I think that's a good idea. And then go into some of the issues. Jonah story of the week. Which which one should we tell? I don't know, but I'm going to make a theme song for it. So like when I when I we do this show, it'll be like Jonah story of the week. Okay, I'm going to give you the Jonah story of the week. So I'll present it right now so you can put the music in. All right. This is the Jonah story of the week. We have to have some sound clip of him being stupid to introduce himself. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Jonah, Jonah and Aaron just had a baby. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, you I know. hope your child grows up and listens to this story. <laughs> um, Jonah and Aaron lived with me for a short time. Uh, Jonah had needed a place to stay, and um, I had an extra room, so we moved in. And then Aaron's living arrangement sort of fell through. And I told him, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna invite your girlfriend to live here, you know, because that's basically making your girlfriend move in. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I let you know you are welcome to invite her if she needs a place to stay. Smart move. Yeah, you know, I'm a guy's guy. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So there was one night, uh, and I would I sleep with my bedroom door open so the dogs can roam freely. Mm-hmm. Um. And I look out, and I see my dog by the bathroom door. And I'm like, Otis, Otis, Otis. And then I look closer. It's not Otis. What? It's Aaron on her hands and knees by the door. Because, like, <laughs> you know, it's dark. And I'm like, Aaron, what are you doing? So I go out there, and she goes, Jonah's passed out on the floor, and I can't wake him up. Because Jonah had gotten shit-faced and love these gone stories. into the bathroom. Okay. So I open the door like a crack, and I have to, like, look in the mirror to see him on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was looking. And what I see is Jonah, butt-ass naked, holding his underwear in his hand, sleeping on the floor. Never got him up. Oh, I know. I woke him up eventually, but I told him he looked like a, a, pl- a platypus Whoa. with feet. Down, boys. Down. Down, boys. We got Otis and Lloyd here again. Yeah, they're they're they heard a noise. So they they heard barking. Jonah. <laughs> they heard Jonah. That makes them bark. Jonah's upset. That sets them off. That's here, the here. attack word. All right, we're back after a dog bark session. Yeah, yeah. but uh, so, so that was the Jonah story. I I like you know, and I can't remember if that story was connected when he fell into his computer because I think leaving his room that night. He fell into his computer and knocked it off the desk. Um, <laughs> but they, either they, that might be this is Jonah sub story because that may have been another time. Um, <laughs> it's a bonus. But I got him wake up. He's like, you know, he gave me the huh. Hey, hey, hey. Have you have you been that messed up? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I I get embarrassed. I think when I get that messed up. I mean, like you uh, were that messed up on the camping trip. The only one. Oh, I went on. oh God! It's it's one of those things that. I think I know this is going to sound weird, but you need to do to yourself every now and then. And I know it doesn't sound like it makes much sense, but more then than now. Yeah, I think you need to experience it so you don't do it a lot. I I think it's like it's one of those things when you're growing up, like, you know, go ahead, get plowed, make sure you're around people that you're comfortable with. So, you know, the worst thing that will happen to you is they draw on you. Yeah. I mean, it's good to I just mean, it's get that crazy once in a while. Sometimes. Not to the point I know, of death. But... I know people that do it 
Yeah, there's people that do it every day. That a, a, a couple drinks, and I'm not, I'm not implying this as this is Jonah because I don't want to imply that Jonah does this. I'm yeah, because it you know because it because it transitioned from the Jonah. Yeah, story yeah. Movie. I'm not talking about him or anything like that. But I mean, I'm I, talking about know. we have we've people we know, mutual people, some people that you don't know that I know that drink probably close to daily. Mm-hmm. Um, drinking means you're going to have at least six beers. And probably a couple times a week get show, so butt-ass wasted that they can't function as a normal human being. See, that's just... That's just... Unhealthy and... Well, it's alcoholism. It's, 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 yeah, that's... that's al- but, I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is I don't get to drink too often with the exception of having a glass of wine sure. at the wine bar or something like that when I work a shift. But the the rare times I get to cut loose... I know those are so few and far between, so I take it to like the next level, and that bottle of Jack is there. Now it's not, and you know you sure. have because I don't want to stop. It's kind of bad, so I don't know. I just want to. I'm not knocking Jonah's behavior. Uh, I am gonna mock it. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm mock, just, don't I've, knock. I've, Lesson I've, number two. I've been I've been there so many times, and it's just yeah. Know, not, it's just you know, it's the fact that he was laying naked holding his underwear. I don't know why he took all of his clothes off. The platypus with feet. Okay, what are our hey, topics hey, of request, buddy? Got Lloyd chilling with me. All right, topics by request. And uh, since there's no democracy here, Luke can just pick what he wants. That is uh, we, were, we were requested to talk about the Oscars, which is uh, tonight. Uh, we can do that. That's really quick. The That's relevant, are, relevant. The Oscars are stupid. It's about fucking rich actors patting themselves on the back. We're awesome. I... I was uh, listening to some factoids about the Oscars on, uh, I think it was w- WGN Radio, on the way to my uh, grandma's birthday party today and, like, how it all started and everything like that. And it, I didn't realize it was just this basically independent association that got together and started giving each other awards because yeah, they, that's basically it. I mean... It's stupid because if you, you have to campaign, they don't give awards to comedies, uh it's it's dumb. They're gonna give they're gonna give Jennifer Lawrence an award, and she's a fine actor. I you know what I okay. Let me just throw this about Jennifer Lawrence. I actually had a discussion today about her, and um, I I'm not a huge fan of the Hunger Games. I've never read the books. Okay, I saw the first movie. Did you see Silver Linings Playbook? I did not see Silver Linings Playbook. That's the one which was uh, Bradley Cooper, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Right. So the the thing about Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, the only thing I had seen before the Hunger Games with her in it is just like interviews and shit. Okay, and she seemed really kind of happy-go-lucky. And yeah, she's flighty, very cool, like happy and smiley. Then I watched that movie, which I had no intention of liking. I, I was gonna. Hunger it was Games? going to be one of those things. I'm like, I wonder how much this movie I'm going to dislike getting into it. Sure, the Hunger Games. Yeah, I watched. It, I think I watched it at two in the morning. Okay. It was like one of those things. It was that a came, decent movie. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I was really surprised at how much and. It was because she played the brooding, angsty character so convincing mm-hmm. compared to what she normally looks like and acts like. So, you know, hats off to her. She, she, she was in something nominated this year? Yeah, well, she, she's nominated for um, uh, American Hustle. And I saw that's one of the few movies I saw this year. And that's another one with Bradley Cooper and... Bradley uh, Cooper and... Uh, uh, chick from... Christian Bale, who's freaking awesome, and Amy Adams. the trigger! Sorry, uh, and uh, Louis C.K. plays a, a small role in that, which is, is was he's, really good. He's my favorite comedian right um, now. So. But uh, the point I'm making is they're going to give an award to Amy Lawrence, and 
Amy a- or, or Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Adams deserves the award. You think so? If you're going to pull, some- she was better. Than- Jennifer Lawrence really didn't have a big part in that movie. Hey, I liked her in Enchanted. Um, so I thought I thought Amy Adams was really good, and Jennifer Lawrence was fine. But because she's hip and popular, and that's it's a popularity contest. Of course, you know. I mean, it, 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 some of their choices that they make, I'm just like. I mean, Tom Hanks, in my opinion, should probably have five or six Oscars right yeah. now. Yeah. The dude, the dude makes <laughs> he's awesome got like movies. Two, two. He should have more than two. I don't, yeah. He might have three. I don't know. But the guy, if you see him act, you're just like, holy shit, everyone's great. Right. And you just picture Cartman. Tom Hanks can't act his way out of a nutsack. Yeah. But no, the guy's good. I no, think he's, he's very awesome. good. He's, he's nominated, right, for... I don't know. Captain Phillips, and I've never seen I have no that desire movie to see that fucking yeah, movie. It's a movie about a captain I, I named the, Phillips. I, I don't give a fuck about that movie. <laughs> I really don't. That's my review. Hey, well, you, why would I want to see that movie? What, uh, what's interesting about that? I, You know what? Seriously, I, I like movies, and I think you do too. It would be nice by like this time next year, if we, if we uh, do enough of these shows, that we need to make an effort and try and see as many Oscar movies that are nominated for Best Picture. We'll do an Oscar day. I like the Oscars. I like watching them. You're going to watch them, right? No, oh, fuck no. You're not going to watch them? No, I don't give a fuck. It's fuck. like it's if like Kevin four Spacey hours. Was nominated, if Spacey was it. nominated, I would watch it. All Other right. than that, it's like four hours of them. Don't you want to know who's going to win Best Short Subject in a foreign no, film? No, I don't give a, I don't care who wins Best Picture. I don't. No, nothing. Not a, not a lick. No, but okay. Just throwing it out. Who's gonna win? Yeah, I, but you don't I don't know. even know what's nominated. All I know right, Jennifer uh, Lawrence is nominated. So she's nominated for. Then, let's see. Tom Hanks is nominated. Let's see. You're killing uh, the show with your Google I, search. I, I, I could it's look it up. It. You're killing it. I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna destroy it. I'm gonna bury it in the ground. Um, you know what's gonna win is that one uh, that uh, Dallas some whatever movie because it's low budget and it's hip to be low budget and also the indie folk. Uh, yeah, they'll win. Okay. They'll win. It'll be the big upset, and that guy, they'll pay him shit tons of money to make a bunch of movies, and they'll all suck at The other one uh, that's super popular, Gravity. That's the one I was thinking. Oh, God, that shouldn't win Best Picture. Did you see it? Yes, I did. You didn't like it? It was fine. Just fine? It's a sci-fi movie. The whole picture depends on the special effects. It should win Best Special Effects. You think it should win Best Director? No! That's that's the one I keep hearing. That's the thing. Uh, How do you direct a movie like that? Uh, That's, that was the argument. So you 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 see, uh, <laughs> what's her head in a uh, Luke, Sandra, Sandra Bullock in a, a a suit hanging from wires with a green screen behind her, and you say, "Okay, you're lost in space now. Act like it." Hey, you know I can't argue with that interpretation of the movie because I've never seen it. But at the same time, I mean, you have to have some sort of vision. When you're presenting a movie like that, I mean, like, how well, do you pitch uh, that fucking movie? Well, now, like, I got, I want the right, for two what, hours. We're gonna writer? put Sandra right, Bullock floating around in space. I mean, that doesn't sound like anybody do, would pick that movie. Do up. the best writer then? Why? That's not the director's vision. It's the writer's vision. You got to put it down. On, I, I mean, just looking at the, the 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 one minute trailer of that movie, which was an amazing trailer, which was probably the whole movie because I haven't seen it. But I mean, that's such an intense scene where the Space shuttle's getting knocked out by a satellite. And it's falling to Earth, and she's spinning out of control. I don't know if that's you know the big scene, and that's all it was. Like, there's nothing else intense about no, that. No, I mean it's a like I said, it's a fine movie. Yeah, but when I think best picture, I think like 
you know, like a masterpiece. Okay. You know what I mean? Something that's going to freaking grab me and make me like, man, that was just, I walked out of there like thinking and what, you know, and entertained and thought provoking and, you know, everything. Do you like, like you, well, you, you like, see a movie like Forrest Gump. That was a good movie. That was so, on so many levels, was so interesting and entertaining and well put together. Do you watch movies like, uh, you think about them, like, could this be done on stage? Sure. Because that's, that's kind of the way I, I watch it. Sometimes. Like, could do this be performed live in front of people and make it interesting? You could do that with gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's Sandra Bullock live. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> so, that's my opinion. I hate I hate award shows in general. I think the SAG Awards are the worst because it's them voting for each other. Screen actor. That's yeah. which is masturbating when you think about it. It is. It's just jerking off. Yeah. Good times. Fucking don't care. All right. So we got the Oscars out of the way. Then then that brings up in our movie segue, which um I don't really get choked up or sad about celebrity deaths obviously i don't know the people personally and uh you know if if i like a song or something or like the movie they've been in i'm like oh that sucks you know and i i constantly make fun of things like we've made fun of paul walker and at least i have in the last couple episodes and i don't know the guy you know or anything like that and i know it's people are upset because they like those movies and whatnot and he was a charitable guy i don't i don't like shitting on the dead one of the things i do is i take tragedy and i always try to make it funny just because life is pretty horrible in most respects i mean there's a lot of terrible things in the world so you got to laugh about things you can't control laugh about things you can't control but the the one person that passed away this week was harold ramis yeah and I think you and me are on the same page with this. This guy made every movie I quote. Like, he was a genius. I he was mean, a genius. just an amazing. I mean, I don't again, don't know him personally, obviously. And then Chicago guy can't can't tell you anything about his personal life. Lived uh, in Chicago. But I mean, I can't find anything bad anybody's ever said about him. But yeah, I, no. I, I just one of those things. Uh, he he made Caddyshack. He made Caddyshack is my. Favorite comedy of all time. And it's what it's the it yeah it's top. It's easily top ten. But if you why does that movie through? so good? And that's the thing because people have tried to emulate that movie. And I you know I I know this is Harold Ramis. I wanted to talk about it, but I mean like that movie. You can think the jokes have been overdone in some other movies. Like they've they've tried to make the bar higher and the the gross factor or know, the caricature factor but that movie is just perfect like you, as a comedy well, to me well the casting was basically perfect yeah it's so quotable i'm not going to say it's a perfectly written movie no no but i've I mean, seen the behind, i've comedy? seen the behind the scenes Holy stuff shit. with it yeah and like the gopher didn't even come in till later like <laughs> it, they had no story basically it, it was, was just a, patch a series of, of scenes yeah and but you have Rodney Dangerfield, who's a genius. Oh, God. Was a genius. You have Ted Knight, who was... How come he didn't do more comedies after that? I mean, he did the, what, Step by Step or whatever. Or Too Close for Comfort. Too Close for Comfort, Step by Step. He was... But, okay, you have Chevy Chevy Chase. uh, You have Bill Murray. You have Brian Doyle Murray. Okay, wait, 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 just real quick. Because at this time, it's 1980, right? Yeah, I think it was 1980. 1980, like... These guys were stars. 
Um, Would you consider them superstars? Well, the Rodney Dangerfield was just a comedian. He was just at that a comedian. Point. That was I, one of his uh, first. But I'm talking about Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. Especially, I wouldn't have considered them superstars at that point they were because stars, they were just though. coming out of like Saturday Night yeah. Live. So the, the equivalent of today's time would be like uh, when Will Ferrell left Saturday Night Live and yeah. he just went on to be yeah. a crazy movie star sure. at this point. So, but you got you have like seven Will Ferrells in a movie. Yeah. I mean, all those guys went on to great careers, and even even, was, even the Bill Murray's brother went on to a great career. You could say what you. It was, great, it was the most quotable movie. Yeah, I mean, I I probably quote Caddyshack once a day in some way. I I'm trying to figure a day I don't quote it, and that's the thing. It's like no matter what, something will pop in my head. But Harold, and, but you go into you Caddyshack, you have Animal House. Oh God! You have Animal House has been a Sigma Delta staple since I joined. Like we had Animal House viewing night, and just just the the lines and the music alone in that movie. I mean, it just it, fucking John Belushi said like seven lines in that movie. He did the entire movie moving his eyebrows. Yeah, and and every one of his lines is quotable. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no. Uh, let me talk to you about Caddyshack again, real quick, because I think I've told this story before. You know how people uh, know when certain things happen in their life, like they have this epiphany about certain truths. I knew I was a straight man when I saw the scene with Lacey Underall. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, I was, I think, six years old, and my uncle Bob was the one that was playing this movie. So you could tell he's a great uncle letting the R-rated movie <laughs> play. And just there's a scene where she's like, Getting licked up and down by Danny Noonan, and yeah. I was like, "That was awesome. everything changed in my brain." It was like wired differently. Now she's oh, been my girlfriend dude. in my brain ever since. So she, her name's her name is I think Cindy Morgan is her yeah, real name. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, I saw that in the theaters with my dad. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, I was nineteen eighty. I was eight. <laughs> Holy shit. Something like that. Did he cover up your eyes? He was trying to cover up my eyes. Oh, jeez. And uh <laughs> No, Pop, I want to see this. <laughs> I will I will be one hundred percent honest when I tell you that I fought that cover. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, old man. He was trying to cover my eyes. You know, because he, he he appreciated the comedy of it, but he's like, Oh, you know, my dad and my dad was very, very Catholic. You know, I don't oh, know why yeah, yeah. I don't know why they have to show this nudity. <laughs> because it's awesome. Because it's a, I, I mean seriously, like that, that was it for me. Yeah. Women all the way. <laughs> I brought home a, I brought home a movie, and my dad had a bad back too, and he used to lay on this like firm, little twin mattress on the floor, mm -hmm. and watch TV. He because he he had to lay flat, and he just couldn't get comfortable on the couch. And I brought home. I think it was called Body of Evidence with Madonna. Oh, that's okay. such a shitty movie, yeah. but I watched it like four times. I brought it home. <laughs> so you remember the scene where she's masturbating yes, on the car? Okay. <laughs> so he started watching it with me. Oh, it's so bad. And he's laying there watching this movie, and I left. I think I went out. And my brother came Wait, home. Wait, you left the movie? like Yeah, that. like I had walked. I said, I'll finish it up later. <laughs> I had no idea what was coming. I had no idea she was going to be laying on the hood of a car masturbating. That was um, a breakout you know, movie. Besides Dick Tracy, that was oh, the, that was the one. She needs to go away. I would punch her right in the Adam's apple if I could. In her British accent. Yes, she was British <laughs> for a couple of years. Um, but my brother came in. And his dad. He goes, "Oh, dad, what do you think of this movie? Ah, it's it's crap." <laughs> and he goes, "What do you think of Madonna, dad?" And my dad used to say this. 
he would he said she's a complete whore, but <laughs> he didn't say whore. He said whore. Whore. So he go he goes, Dad, what do you think of Madonna? Oh, she's a complete whore. The Joey Pants whore from Sopranos. Whore. Yeah. So we still say that to this day. We'll be like, Oh, there's Madonna. She's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like bears. It's like how how short <laughs> can you make the word whore? <laughs> yeah. We got to make a shirt that just says W H R on it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> so that's my ode, my pending. ode to my uh, uh, my father. Rest in peace. Uh, see, he brought man. Caddyshack into your life. He did. He and took Harold me to Ramis see Caddyshack. Caddyshack. He took me to see Star Wars. Um, you could probably do a whole episode just on your pop, man. Oh, I could talk about my dad for hours. I've met the man probably like four or five times, and every time he always had something. Uh, funny but mean to say to somebody, which was awesome. So, oh God, I got I tell you the day funny that, but mean the day that he saw Jonah. For oh, the you first have time. to save the Jonah stories, man. Save this is jo- such a good one. <laughs> okay, remind me next time. We're just gonna catalog them. We got the Rolodex of Jonah All stories. Right, remind me next time that the story of the day my dad met Jonah. Ah, uh, you got it. Uh, the man. Do we have another topic? Yeah, we do. But I just you know. Thank you, Mr. Ramis. I uh, appreciate the movies, and I'll still be quoting your movies well after uh, I turn old and gray. So. I agree. He was a, a comedy genius. Uh, he gave us movies that will last decades. That See, uh, they they will not go away. I mean, you look at Caddyshack. If it's nineteen, it's two thousand fourteen. Yeah, and the- it's thirty four years later. All right, so. We got Caddyshack out of the way. There was a few other and topics. And Harold Ramis. Yeah, and Harold Ramis. It was Harold Ramis, not Caddyshack, but they go together like, you know, sports and steroids. And you you like that segue? Because that's what we're supposed to talk about next. It's such a wa- wasted it's a, it's topic. A, it's, a, it's a wasted topic, but it's... It's, uh, it's so overdone. I, I think it's one of those things because of A-Rod being, like, the big fucking toolbox that he is. This guy took his suspension from the MLB, right? So he's out, uh, of, his, out of out. It got reduced to ever. one season. One season, like down from what two hundred and eleven games or something. Does it? Does it even like matter anymore? Do they, like are all the heroes gone? And, and did you really idolize baseball players to begin with? Um, and the people that want to know about this shit, I mean, the people, does it really matter? The people that I idolize, I know, are not on steroids. Um, Do you idolize baseball players? I well, mean, it's not idolize, like but like, I love the game, and I love certain guys I look at, and I'm, I guess I'm astounded at how talented they truly are. Yeah, they're great. Based on what, now if you're the biggest kid on the field, like Albert, Albert Pujols is a great player. Mm-hmm. All right, great hitter. But don't tell me that if he was 5'11 and not like 6'8, and a shit house that he would be hitting the ball like that. I <laughs> look at happen. a guy that I love is Greg Maddox, who is my size, who didn't throw the ball 100 miles an hour. Finesse pitcher. And dominated for years, for years. Look up his numbers. He was phenomenal. But and he, that is what that's what gets me. Is he is he part of a bygone generation though? I mean Maddox, who I don't think ever juiced. I you know obviously you can't tell anymore with anybody. There's nobody sure. that's that's off the. No, I don't think it's over. I think you're gonna what we're getting now is the because it's so they're they're beating up somebody like A Rod and Ryan Braun so much, and I don't the guys are gonna juice and that's whatever. 
I, I don't want people to juice, but if you're a douchebag, you should be suspended longer. You know what I you know what I hate? It's the people that apologize after the fact. And like, I'm really sorry. I made a terrible mistake. Please forgive me. Well, you're not gonna. You're not gonna it, narc yourself. Well, Andy Pettit did. Andy Pettit told the truth before they even busted him. It's probably he said, "Yeah, I, you, did. I wonder how much that came along the lines of like, hey, man, uh, they know they're gonna broadcast no, I don't think it all they knew. over.' I don't think they knew. It you think he just out. said, you know, I'm taking the noble route? Here's it. You know, Ryan Braun, that fuck stick that yeah, he was, ran oh, that ran God. that guy that t- that handled the first test, basically. Mm-hmm. Tore that guy up in the media, yep. made him look like he was a big jerk off. Yep. When he knew he tested positive. Yep. That's that he should get like a douchebag suspension. Yeah, th- that's the thing that I that I don't understand because Ryan Braun, after I was all said and done, if I'm not mistaken, he he did the whole "I'm really sorry." Yeah, but he never apologized really to that sorry. guy. Yeah. He never apologized to that guy. Just, you know, fuck him. Just don't do it. Fuck him. I I hope he tears his fucking Achilles and ne- never plays again, because he's a fucking dick. He doesn't deserve the fucking talents he's got. You know what? How fuck? If I could have one wish, I would ask to be a decent professional baseball player for just, ten years. Just a journeyman type guy. Or play to play the to play? game. You're paid to play the game. I have a back surgery. And I, I'm sitting here. One of my biggest fears is I'll never be able to play fucking softball again. Mm-hmm. The, the I, I do it for fun. Yeah. I do it because I love it. Because I go out there and for for 45 minutes, I feel like a kid, and I'm playing a game. These guys are getting paid hundreds of million. You don't even have to pay me a lot. Pay me a, a like a fifty thousand dollar salary, and let me play the game for ten years to play. Every day for 10 years. That'd be awesome. That was my first dream. My, my original dream. I wanted to be a baseball player. And this fuck stick, Ryan Braun and, and A-Rod, A-Rod and Barry Bonds, they would have been in the Hall of Fame no matter what. They were that good. But you why? See, they ruined it. This is this is a perfect topic. Because for they're greedy. They're fucking assholes. I love when the juice comes out, my oh, friend. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> Fuck Ryan Braun. He can suck my fat dick. I swear to God, I hope the dude has a fucking career-ending injury. You, I don't wish for people to get hurt. I don't care. I want him to get hurt. He doesn't deserve it because not only did he juice, he was a fucking asshole about it. You sound like uh, one of those Sunday morning callers to you know ESPN 1000 right now. No, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Pascal, we'd have to remind you that no swearing on the well, air. Well, I sir. just it frustrates no, me because dude, you're like giving a gift. Yeah. It's like okay, yeah. You, you know. What about that fat that fat actor that that OD'd? Which one? There's um, that that <laughs> that recently good actor. Um, uh, uh, three names: uh, Philip Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour, uh, he's fantastic. A fantastic actor. actor. You know? Did you see the report? What was in his system? Yeah, it was well, like it was like cocaine, heroin. Uh, um, uh, uppers like a freaking horse tranquilizer. All right, you have or to something. believe the story. Let me let me uh, tell you what I read about Philip Seymour Hoffman. Apparently, the guy uh, did heroin for a long time. Got off the stuff. He had been sober for I think they said like twenty three years or something ridiculous. He had a beer at a nightclub, and it spiraled into that. He had a stash of drugs that he kept. 
So he had access to everything. That's, I mean, you, I, I can't get corrected again, so I don't know if I'm saying this 100% accurate, but apparently he was completely sober. He had a beer, and he had a fucking relapse of, I mean, epic proportions. It's okay. like, that's ridiculous. And I get addiction, yeah. dude. But the, sh- the amount of shit that was in his system, and he was so talented. And he could, he gets to act in movies and act. Yeah. The dude played uh, Truman Capote, like, I, like phenomenally. Mm-hmm. It's, it's How sad. do you fuck that up? How do you not look at yourself and go, "Hey, I'm really f- Paul Walker." I don't. Play, I'm not going to drive a car 100 miles an hour yeah. on a side street because I really got it made. You just don't. I just don't. I, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Paul Walker are not, you know, Barry Bonds and and. But I'm A-Rod. talking about the people that get shit. They fucking have the talent to do things that. You get up. You get you up, what I'm you get like, up in the morning. The you go to work, and then you go to a bar and work to support your family. I work at a. I have to get my back fixed so I can continue to work and support. These your guys get to fucking make a movie a year, yeah, or play ball. It's and sad. get paid, you know, a hundred thousand times more than I make a year because you know their talent. They were talented before they ever started the shit. What I mean. Does it really? I guess there's a lot of talented people. There's like, a lot of talented people out there that, think, are, that don't get that lucky. Think about the sports guys. All right. I mean, this is kind of what was going on in my head every time I'm thinking about like, does it really matter anymore? Because again, the the, the the attention span of everyone, especially in sports, you know, today's champion is tomorrow's forgetful footnote. You know, okay, a, like a Rod. Okay, here's a guy. He'll be remembered for his stats. He'll remember for juicing. What's the only thing that's really tarnished for him? I mean, his legacy, and that's it. He still walks away a multimillionaire. The rest of his life, he's going to have yes-men around him saying, hey, man, you know what? All those guys are haters. There's a word. And, you know, that that's the fucking thing. Like, he he's not affected. He's He's been told oh, he's, he's doing affected. the right thing. He's affected. You don't think he's affected? Because somebody who's that good, somebody who's that good, I'll tell you where it hurts him. Somebody who's that good, okay, right? You admit he was good, and you, I would, I would think you'd probably agree that he wasn't doing steroids from day one. Yeah, he was in the top five baseball players in in his generation. Okay, somebody who is that good that thinks they need to do steroids to be better. Mm -hmm. That's has an enormous, enormous ego. You think it was all narcissism? Like I gotta be the best of the yeah. I mean, why not? Why would Barry Bonds do it? I think he got so caught up. He was first ballot Hall of Fame, no matter what. Why did he need to hit seventy three home runs? Why did he need to be the home run champion? His godfather Willie Mays was ahead of him, but he wanted to pass Willie Mays. Would you? I mean, I I would be proud if my godfather was ahead of me on the home. You know what I mean? He had to be the best. So he wasn't the best, so he had to cheat to be the best. That's narcissism. Yeah. I mean, it's you, you make a valid point, man. I mean, I so just. So them not getting into the Hall of Fame, them walking away from the game and hearing or turning on the radio and hearing them be called douchebag over and over and over again and scumbag and cheater and loser. Oh, I think that's going to not treat them. I'm sure they, you know, they could. They could zone it out. The thing is, I would rather see a financial hit or something that would really affect them. Like, I think when these rules get changed and you get the Players Association, you really want to change fucking baseball. How do you, say, how you, do you, you financially hit some? Well, A-Rod's you, taking a $25 million hit you this say, year. Yeah, but you, 
there's got to be some stipulation that says if you're juiced, you're done, you're out of the league, you forfeit all contract negotiations. Well, there's got to be something unfortunate, that extreme. Unfortunately, the uh, players' union of baseball is the most powerful union in sports. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can tell that the fan backlash has got them the way to that stupid, like, 50 games for first, you know, time abuser, 100 games for second time. I mean, three strikes and you're out. You know, at this point, it's like, whatever. Yeah, you do it once, or that means you're a cheater to begin with. So, anyway, man, I mean, steroids... I we they've talked about it on every sports program to death over and over and over again. So I just think my solution is to let everybody fucking do steroids all day and make the rules go away. And why not? Just have a big cheaters union. So Well, of course, you're yeah. an AJ Pruszynski fan. I figured you'd yeah, think that I'm way. big. Yeah, he's he's also a World Series champion. He's also a cheater. Cheating World Series champion. Cheating? Sure. A-Rod's a World Series champion. Yeah, but he's a douchebag. So is AJ. And he slaps people. <laughs> He's a slapper. He slaps people. I love the vision of your hand going up and down. Yeah, it's the, that's my most memorable vision um, of A-Rod slapping the first baseman. Like, eh. So no, I, 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 I just, I, I, I have a lot you, of respect yeah, I've for never, baseball. You, this is the, you, you know, we've had little topics here and there. This is the one that you were most passionate about. That's I love baseball, and I hate people, and that's why I don't talk about the steroid thing that much. Because it pisses me off because these scumbags that had it made yeah. fucked it up. Oh, no doubt. It, it's not so much, you know, if you're for or against steroids, you just can't stand, it seems, to see the the people that are just complete mockeries of what they used to be. Like, oh, I didn't do nothing. Then, <laughs> well, they don't respect, they don't respect nah. the game. They don't respect. I'm old school. Not good individuals, man. So, Ryan Braun, if you're out there, <laughs> you're listening to this podcast per yeah. chance. Luke would like you to have a uh, accident that ends your career. So yeah, and I want to see you crying like a bitch on the field. <laughs> Holding like your knee. That. Your knee blows out and you're like, oh, and I will laugh. I will be I will be rubbing my nipple against the TV on your fucking head as you cry. There's a visual for you. Yep. Wow. All right, man. So the- <laughs> next topic. I'm just, I'm just trying to tip, tick these off because we've had the request from the other one. But uh, this comes from our good friend Kristen Kaler. I'll say her name. Kristen, your sweetheart. We have, we miss you. We, yes. She used to be the uh, box office lady at Lewis University way back in the day. And we used to do strip tease to her. All the time. We have pictures of you, Kristen. Never forget that. Yes. So anyway, um, she wanted us to reference the word hater. Yes. I, I enjoy so much. Oh, I, I hate that word. I hate the word hater. the word hater? You want to know what's it wrong with it? It describes everyone. It's overused like like racism. It's thrown out when 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 you don't have an argument. Like if you came to me, okay, you can say the most logical thing to me. I say, okay, the sun's going to be out tomorrow. No, it's not. You're just a hater of the moon. Okay, do you see that? <laughs> How ridiculous I sound. Okay, you can say you hate the moon. You can hater. say you know the people that like like uh, Justin Bieber that beat off says shit like he said it before, and he he said <laughs> the believer. people that were ripping on him. He's like. Hey, I'm just going to spread love and not deal with the haters. Okay. No, you're a douchebag and you've been told, you know, you're called out for being an idiot and you're calling the people that call you out haters. Well, you remember he he was at the Anne Frank Museum. This is my favorite Justin Bieber story. He was at the Anne Frank Museum and he wrote in like her diary, the visitor diary or something like that. There's like a sign in sheet and he goes, I bet Anne Frank would have been a believer. 
gonna let that simmer. Uh, I I uh, <laughs> you know the 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 poor girl. I yeah, think she would I have been really concerned about your, yeah. your pop music, my friend. I'm sure that Anne Frank <laughs> gives a fuck about Justin Bieber. She's trying. She's living in a time when her her, her <laughs> people of her heritage are being exterminated. I'm not and at that idiot. That's narcissism. That's narcissism, man. Just, I think Anne Frank would have probably slapped Justin Bieber around. Oh, man. You know, she probably would have liked my music a lot. So No, she wouldn't she have. Would have Nobody likes this music. Nobody does. I'm just a hater. I see. You drank your tall glass of haterade. That's my point. That's my. It's such a generic, shitty word that doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> so, hater, hater, hater. You don't have to be quiet. It's okay. We're recording again, Luke, just so you know. All we right. had a little bit of a dog bark section, session again because... I don't know. Luke's woman walked in, making all kinds of noise. I don't know who gave her a fucking key. You can't trust anybody these days. I know. You better stalker. not let her. She'll copy it next time she takes it. She's a stalker, for sure. I don't even. I. She just started showing up. <laughs> I didn't. You know. You're trapped in here. So we haven't You're even st- been on a date yet. I was like, man, I got three numbers at the bar last night, and if I'm lucky, she'll give me the other four. So, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Well, anyway, we were talking about the word hater, which is a fantastic word, no no matter what Luke says, and if he doesn't like it, he's a fucking hater. It's a stupid word. So, it's a great word. We're going to make sure it's in HTR next to WHR. You're a hater. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, there was another topic. That we were supposed to dress upon. And we, they always say when you have nothing fucking interesting to talk about, you talk about the weather. But in this case, I hate fucking snow. And it's awful. I don't understand what the hell's going on. You, this just, is what we, they wanted this, us to They wanted us to talk about, about the weather, the polar vortex. I don't want to talk about the weather. Snowstorm Titan. Come on, man. This weather. is what the people want. Well, the person that wants that, we should have nine listeners then, because this person should not listen. <laughs> Because he obviously doesn't get the theme of the program. Watch this. Watch this. Go fuck yourself, listener six. That's right. You know who you are. I don't want to talk about the weather. It's cold out today. It's it wasn't that bad yesterday. It's and, uh, terrible. It's always, I don't, you know. But I mean, I don't know. You can't make the weather interesting at all. So. No, it's not interesting. No? Thundersnow was cool. That was about it. Thundersnow? Yeah. La, la, la. That I, big, I, that big uh, uh, thing a couple years ago where we had to. They had the thunder and the huge snowstorm. It's like 2011. And... We yeah, got that like was cool. 20 inches of snow. Yeah, that was cool. And Jonah had to walk in the snow to get cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> another Jonah. Another uh, Jonah story to be touched upon. Yeah, he was. He needed a cigarette. So um, there you go, listener six. You know who you are. So that's it. That's all we're talking about weather. Yeah. We're almost done here. Uh, so okay. Amy's, Amy's staring at us now. Just like, this is what, this is. This is what you guys do when you're alone. You just talk and these big phallic symbols and just yell at each other. Yeah, basically. She's over there wondering uh-huh. why my pants are off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that shit. Okay, this is what I wanted to... This one's for you. I found this is the reason I was on my phone earlier. Okay, I got the story. Okay, what's the story? All right, this is a news story. All right, I'm going to read the headline. All right. Elderly teacher... Caught manipulating his penis in school hallway. I'm going to read the story to you, Luke. I just wanted your thoughts on it. Okay. Because I think you would have a, a nice perspective on this. Okay. 
Story's not too long. I already like the word manipulate. All right. Go ahead. 72-year-old substitute teacher was arrested after a co-worker reportedly caught him sneaking in some quick penis manipulation before first period. Okay. That's right. Penis manipulation. Okay. A witness said he saw Michael Lukey okay. on the grounds of a high school hallway early Wednesday morning and went to assist him. But as she got closer, she noticed his hand was inside of his pants. Okay. And he appeared to be masturbating. She reported the incident, and school officials detained the elderly substitute. He was later arrested by Stanford, Connecticut police and charged with public indecency, second-degree breach of peace, and risk of injury to a minor. Risk of injury? Yeah. I've, video surveillance he was must found... He huge cock. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Wait, I hope this comes out in sound. Video surveillance was found showing Lukey in the corner of a stairwell, suspiciously manipulating the front of his pants while looking at the students in the courtyard. The video also shows six students walking past Lukey as he lay on the ground. Police are working with the school to find the students who say they may need counseling. According to the court documents viewed by the local reporters, Lukey said he was fixing his pants. That's the end of the article. <laughs> I need counseling. You saw a seventy-two-year-old guy playing with his with his dick that can only get semi-hard. He was playing with his pants for about thirty minutes, apparently, on the video surveillance. So that's that's the story. I thought that's what do you so want, what do you want, what do you want my me. comment on that? Yeah, I do. Yes. If you need counseling because of that, you might as well just fucking lock yourself indoors because life's going to get a lot worse. Was second degree assault? How did <laughs> Yeah, endangering <laughs> students. Ah. Ah. Mr. Lukey, you hit me in the head with your penis. It's like a jump rope. Yeah. <laughs> He must he must be sporting some serious anaconda down there. So, you always got to Screen your substitutes before they, they come into yes. your, your place. Lesson number three of the yeah. show. Sorry, that's that was my most entertaining read. I love fucking the planet. Lesson sometimes. number three of the show is don't masturbate for over thirty minutes in a hallway. <laughs> what do you what do you think? Do you think he was just fixing his pants? I don't know. I know. Yeah. Well when you first said manipulating, I'm like <laughs> He, the dude probably had a semi and tried to fucking shove it to his side. Well, he was but laying was, on the ground, apparently. It was 30 minutes, and he was laying down. <laughs> but I don't know how he's looking out to the courtyard if he's laying down. <laughs> I just picture, like, there's some sort of... Can you imagine like, going over the surveillance tape for that one? And him, like, on his back with his fucking legs in the air, spanking it? You know, I thought he was just doing the Heisman. You know, but uh, you, basically he was fucking biting his lip looking at the fucking ceiling. He's a he's a talented man, so, you know, he's bending down. Yeah, fuck, man. Pants. At what point do you, I mean, you, sink, you sink to the point where you go, I nope. need to masturbate now. This is happening. It needs to happen now. Now. I can't go home and imagine it later. I need to do this now. Well, it's Publicly. also the old David Cross bit. He's like, how come there's so much pornography at the fucking airport? You know what I'm saying? Like, before you get on a plane, every newsstand, uh, those Hudson news ships at, at, uh, at whatchamacallit, uh, O'Hare and Midway, just, like, two rows of flat-out pornography. So, why? Why, Amy? Why? <laughs> I No, I mean, uh, Walden Books never had it. Well, then, that's probably why I didn't go to Walden Books. <laughs> I'm sorry, but pornography is cool. 
Yeah, I just I just don't understand the need to go right on the airplane, so that's just me. Well, I know. Well, apparently, this guy, that was made for this guy. I the guess. The 7 old Mr. Lukey. At this point, though. It, I'm what, sure this was meant to be Luke, and it's just a cover for you. It said back <laughs> surgery. You're just jerking into the people in the courtyard. But you got, I mean, you have the internet. Why do you need a magazine? I mean, who jerks to a magazine anymore? <laughs> Seriously. It's like those old slideshows of the the woman in the 1920s showing her ankle. And you're like, ah. That's hot, man. Yeah, that's what that's what Playboy is at this point. I'll give you two bits to see some more. Yeah, I mean, who 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 gets Playboy anymore? If at this point if someone says they read Playboy for the articles, I believe them. But because you could get free porn on the internet. Yeah, you, you make a valid point. So I don't know what this this maybe this dude just needed a smartphone. I don't know. He somebody should have helped him. They could have been an intervention yeah. for him. They could have been uh, a song, a telethon, raise three hundred dollars, get him a two year, you know, Verizon subscription. He would have been done. That's our own fault. We let yeah. another human being down. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done with this one. I want to eat dinner. Yeah, I want you to eat dinner too. So, I, we're gonna we're gonna seal this up. We appreciate you guys listening again. We got a couple topics we didn't get to, but you know, we'll fuck listener week. number six. It's our own fault. You ruined it with your stupid weather conversation. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I can't believe the you. polar vortex. It's number six. Who the fuck comes up with that? That's what I want to hear you guys talk about. <laughs> well, for Luke, Pastor, I also would like for you to talk about the lack of funds for public schools. That's our next one. It's gonna be like NPR. Yeah, with a lot more asshole comments. <laughs> <clears throat> for Luke, this is Nick and Amy. Woohoo! Go get a disease, everybody. Take care.